Hey, Brandon, I got a question for you. What's up? So when you think of Fora magazines, what do you think of? Fangoria, man. They're the best in the world. Best in horror, cult film magazines since 1979. If you use the code PVDHORROR when checking out, you can save 20% off your entire order. That's right. And this applies to all first-time subscribers. Your first annual or monthly payment will receive the 20% discount. And it also applies to merch and individual issues for collectors. Yeah, and a Fangoria subscription is a fantastic deal. For a one-time purchase, you will receive over 400 pages of horror across four collectible issues each year. Yeah, and each issue contains 100 pages of photo-filled articles printed out at high-quality, coffee table-worthy stock. And Brandon, I know you have a damn coffee table, so you're using this. I do, and it's, it's full, of, full of Fangorias right now. Plus, print issues feature exclusive content unavailable online from behind-the-scenes set visits, from rare interviews and images to guarantee the horror fan will be more than satisfied. On top of that, subscribers will enjoy early access to Fangoria merch and exclusive giveaways as part of the subscriber perks. So what are you waiting for? Use the code PVDHORROR for your 20% off and subscribe today. Hello, music for a Friday morning. And now here's the news. Hey, what's going on? This is Brandon. Hey, what's up? This is Dave. And you're now tuned in to PVD Horror. And you're now tuned in to PVD Horror. Uh, pretty. All of you are very pretty. <laughs> Please love I love you. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is a little quick review of the 2023 film Talk to Me, which is probably still out in theaters because of how great it's been doing. Uh, So if you haven't checked it out, um, we're going to kind of tread lightly on spoilers and all that stuff. But um, I know a lot of people have already checked this out and it's gotten a lot of feedback. So, Brandon, you're one of the first people I heard talk about it that I know. Um, do you want to start this off? Because I know you had a lot to say when uh, you had checked it out. Yeah, so uh, I was invited to the A24 and Fangoria, you know, advanced screening of the film. I had gone down uh, to Boston, I had taken my kids. You couldn't make it that day. Yep. But um, yeah, this this film is just made from Danny and Michael, the twins from the the brothers from the Raka Raka from YouTube. Um, they definitely killed this. It's probably probably one of the best theater experience horror films i've seen in a long time and i was trying to talk i was talking to you because we had seen it um when i had i had watched it twice so when i had gone to see it for the second time i think my lo- uh, local theater did not have like the sound uh quality that yeah. this, when i had seen the advanced screening which kind of like this has to have that that sound quality locked in to make you feel every moment. And that when I had first seen it, it had definitely locked it in. I don't know if the they had the 5.1 Dolby, uh, but I think that it, it should definitely be seen in in a theater with, with crazy speakers because it definitely grips you into the film. Uh, I feel like they took Elevated Horror to the next level with this film. Uh, I've seen a lot of people a lot of reviews like after it was over you know we we were able to talk to some of the reps and kind of like give our input on how we felt about it and the theater was just going crazy you know it, it was all good feedback it was a good time and i had said before like on the podcast when we had zero on 
you know, my kids loved it. And they, like my son said, you know, he never seen a horror movie that made him feel this way. Uh, and I, we had talked about it a few times, like some of the scenes kind of like rope us into like the field that we work in when, uh, a lot of SIB was happening and stuff like that. And so I think that that definitely kind of had a hold on me because, you know, I would see kids kind of do that stuff on a daily. So you watched it. What did, what did yeah. you think? Well, I was just going to say uh, SIB is uh, self-injurious behavior yeah. for anybody who maybe isn't in the field. Um, sometimes we take that for granted because I like I'll say something like that and people are like, what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah, there's a scene where, you know, um, someone kind of does some self-injurious stuff and it's just intense as hell it's actually probably one of the most effective scenes i think in that movie because it just it really just flips a switch at that point um yeah so i really liked it i know i i shared a few thoughts um previous but so i i think that unfortunately for me like by the round to it i heard so much hype i had an expectation of what i was going to see already in my head and that sucks to do and i kind of wish i didn't let that happen um because I kept hearing like how crazy it was. I was assuming it was going to be like a movie that kind of like start just kind of was fast paced or maybe just like hits you right from the beginning. Um, it does take a little bit to to get mm-hmm. into. There's a lot of character building, which is good. Like there's no problem with that. I guess I like it just I had to like reset my head for what I was witnessing. And, you know, granted, that wasn't a problem because the it was a good film. Yeah. The characters were genuine and real. Like I felt there wasn't a well i shouldn't say there wasn't a characters there wasn't any characters that you didn't like because i guess there was a couple that i could probably say were kind of annoying um or ones that you know were less likable but for the most part they all felt like genuine and authentic characters like it didn't feel mm-hmm. like just um you know caricatures or something like that yeah um, but I, f- I feel as though that the characters that you felt you probably didn't like they served their purpose in the film and you know, and, I mean, you know in the end they, and they kind of redeemed i don't know if they redeemed themselves mm. but as as the film progressed seeing them affected by the stuff w- that was going on actually made them feel like less like oh that's the annoying person i'm supposed to not like no. um and, and more like oh, oh that's probably exactly how someone would respond that's mm-hmm. in their place i actually appreciated that yeah, I, I just felt like they did a really, really good job with like character development and just making sure the characters were believable and not just like stereotypes or, no. you know, things like that. Um, but like you said, once you get into that stuff that's happened, it's freaking it is intense. It's no. uncomfortable. Um, you don't know where it's going to go to next. There's a lot of like. Just kind of like what what is going to be the outcome here i guess that was a feeling i had throughout the film i don't know if you had that too but like how is this going to end because i don't see this ending well uh yeah so just watching that film it was just like you just i think just being in that packed theater it just had like a different feeling for me especially because it was kind of just like when me and you had gone to see halloween yeah for the first time you know no one had seen it it was the first the world premiere so you didn't know what to expect like, you know what I mean? So it was kind of like going into having that same feeling. So it was cool. But just the, like the main thing, you know, we've seen the trailers. And my main thing about the film was just the people that made it. You know, they they were YouTubers and, you know, they were friends with Oddest of the Odd. And just seeing their content on YouTube for over the, the years, I didn't I didn't expect these guys to make this film. You know what I mean? And so from what they were doing with the content they were making, and so 
that played a whole nother part onto it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was just kind of like just being a fan of someone for years and then them just take their career to the next level. That's what it was like for me. And so it was like at the same time, like feeling proud and like, wow, this is fucking nuts. Like, mm-hmm. like I couldn't believe these guys did this, you know? And then now going back after watching the film, you can go on YouTube. Actually, you know, I was a, I'm an A24 uh, member. And so you can see behind the scenes stuff. So it kind of like showed like the, the interviews and everything, why they were making the film. They put all this month, all their money into this film. Like, you know what I mean? They, they backed this film themselves, yeah. you know what I mean? Took a chance. And then just seeing them going over things and calling everyone that was a part of the film saying, dude, we made it to fucking uh, Sundance. I, watched, everybody... I saw that clip of them calling people yeah, and like how excited they were. And that was pretty cool. Yeah. So, you know, seeing that and, and, and it just takes things for another, to another level when you're, yeah. you, you, you know, you see Corlin like crying, you know, he's from artists of the art and he's sitting there crying because they've been friends for so long and just seeing the journey of putting in so much work. It's just even like when me and you, like, you know what I mean? When we get fucking interviews with someone that we looked up to for years yeah. and it's just like, wow, what the fuck are we doing? Or even being a part of Fangoria and, and doing this stuff or you know full moon it, it, it's just like wow like mm. you know we grew up fans doing this shit and then like now we're here like we're sitting here like doing what we really love for fun you know yeah. and yeah. hey it, it all works out so yeah. you know and they already announced that they're doing a sequel how yes, do you feel about was, that that was uh shocking how quick they announced yeah. that because like i feel like the movie had been out what like not even a month before yeah. or maybe a month by the time they announce a sequel. I mean, that's awesome. Uh, it's definitely sequel. Oh, like you could envision this story continuing. Yeah. Um, the, you know, the, well, I don't know. I guess that's not a spoiler, but uh, the, the thing that produces whatever <laughs> yeah. um, you can see how like that's not going away. So um, yeah, no, it's awesome. And you know, it's just, it, it's funny when you see the videos of them and they're all hyped up and they're like excitable and they're like, they just seem like really typical younger dudes. Yeah. And like, then they make a super smart film. It just shows you don't like underestimate people just because of how they act on the outside, you know? Exactly. It's really cool that to see what they were able to create. And like I said, like how genuine and authentic it felt. Yep. Um, that's actually super impressive because I feel like that's really hard to do how to make like characters that aren't just like, carbon copies of characters we've seen a thousand other times yeah and i can just just from like the little teaser of the trailer you know it's like you can hear it's like showing the hand but then it's like in the background it has like the voice of one of the actors saying you know they're saying the other hand was uh missing too so like this is going to be a whole different story about the other hand yeah somewhere else you know so it, it's it's cool the way that they kind of like broke everything down and so i'm definitely looking forward to check that out you know a lot of people are saying it's probably too soon but you have to look at it you know i feel as though that a24 really had nothing to do with this film they just purchased it they acquired it you know what i mean so now they're like okay fine we're gonna back you to to create this film you know like i said the brothers they did this off of their own money the first one so now you know the success that everything's been get going on with this last film, A twenty four is like, all right, all right. Here's here's the keys to the to the house. You know, what I mean? do what the, whatever you want to do with this. Yep. We we trust you, and that's that's big. And you know, like like I said before in one of the, our uh, episodes, 
these guys are already being looked at to do other projects like scary movie you know what i mean like to bring yeah. that back from the dead and i can see that happening because they're funny guys yeah you know yeah so yeah. i feel as though like i said I, I think they can do it and bring it back to where like the wayne's brothers had it you know because that's where to me after the after the second one it kind of lost its magic so i feel as though they can do it and they made a lot of fun videos on there like street fighter videos all little fighting like dragon ball z mm-hmm. now they're being put out there to you know make the next street fighter movie yeah you know and it's this wild. is what happens this yeah. is what happens you know the doors open to creative people they they already had like conversations with uh Blum, um, blumhouse and other studios to sit there and kind of come and work and do do movies over there, you know. So it's not just going to be an A twenty four thing. I know a lot of people will always have a lot of hate for A twenty four movies, and I think that going into this, I think kind of let your guard down. It's something different. I think you enjoy it. It's because it's not truly an A twenty four film. You know what I mean? It's because yeah. it, these guys made it themselves. But, but it, it definitely fits the mold. It's oh yeah, it's, it's yeah, it does. Or it's yeah. So I mean, it's I'm glad it's under a twenty four because I think you know, yeah. you, like that does. If you go in knowing it's an a twenty four film, you'll you'll get what you're looking for. It, mm-hmm. it makes you think. You leave there. This movie's super effective in that way. Like you know, I love. I always say I love movies that like I'm thinking about the next couple of days. Yeah, and like this one, what I definitely was thinking about for days after. Um. And just, you know, this is this is the thing. We always are talking about we want to see creative ideas. We don't want to just keep seeing old recycled yeah. titles like coming up and like we got it and this is it. And like, you know, for the most part, I don't I don't actually don't know if I've heard anybody say they didn't like the film. Um, yeah. I'm sure it's out there. I'm sure there's people out there, but like it is getting a lot of great reviews and I'm glad to see that because like finally for once people aren't like saying we want new stuff and then rejecting it when they finally get it like this i haven't seen much like this so yeah well i've seen one thing i I think because like like you said the hype was like really big for this film yeah and i had it wasn't much hate but i think the person had gone into it expecting way too much i guess and that's that's where they were kind of let down from it because they they thought it was going to be more and and people have to understand like when you when that happens that's your problem that's not the yeah. film's problem like yep. or or it's like the companies that are aligned with the film it's not the film's fault that you went in like i i know that for myself like i i went mm-hmm. in with like expectations that it was going to be like really quick hitting and it wasn't and i don't mind that cuz i actually like slow burns i like mm-hmm. character development but it was like it was just different than what i was expecting so i had to like reset my head but if you go in there and you're mad because you were expecting something else that's on you you went in there with the expectations yeah. so like i i forget who we had on but they were like i don't watch trailers and i'm the same way i try to avoid trailers mm-hmm. at, like for that exact reason usually i think it's definitely hard today to avoid the trailers especially for us you know because we have to like repost sometimes yeah. and and then promote it yeah. or just even do things so it's like but I think today's trailers are getting too long. Like, cause we, even the exorcist, the believer, like, yeah. why is that trailer? Like almost two minutes and 30 seconds. Like why? It, it, it's like, they need to convince people. Yeah. You're film, but then it shows way too much. And it actually like totally turns me off. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely Those short. The short teaser ones are the ones I love the most. Cause exactly. like, I don't get enough out of them that I feel like I know the story. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I got a super short attention span these days. Like I don't mm-hmm. have time to be sitting for a two and a half to three minute trailer. Yeah. Like, like why? Yeah. No need. You we know, need teaser. 
Yeah, exactly. Especially especially something that's going to release on YouTube or on your phone. If you go to a theater or whatever, if you get a two-minute trailer, yeah. okay, fine. Yeah. But I don't think that's needed for YouTube or you know social media right now. I, I swear, I think I saw a longer Exorcist trailer in the theater than I saw online. And it was like, I don't need to see the film. I think I just saw it. Yeah, like you said, it's like it has something to prove, and they they, they give away all the Easter eggs and stuff, and yeah. you know things that's already coming that that you want to have be to be shocked about when you go to see the film. It's already gone, you know. Yeah, it's gone. Yeah, that's that's the worst. That's why. That's one of the main reasons why. Like, you know what movie did that for me was the um the Pet Cemetery remake. Yeah, the trailer showed way too much in that, and it like yep. spoiled a big surprise. Yeah, and after you... that, I was like, I already didn't like watching trailers too much. And like you said, it's hard to avoid sometimes. So even when I'm like we're reposting, sometimes I still I won't even watch it, even if I'm the one posting it, just because yeah. I really don't like to. It just for me, I love going into a movie and not knowing what to expect. Or sometimes I don't even know a plot line. And I'm like, someone will be like, oh, what's that movie about that you're going to go see? I'm like, I have no idea. Yeah, I, I, but I think it's hard to see it. But it's hard, though. Like I said, we have to talk about these films and kind of <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> engage. <laughs> You I know, know and, I know it's and, and a do things, but sword. so uh, I don't know. Like that, definitely fix this. Fix this Hollywood. We yes. don't need two minute trailers. We don't need three minute trailers. Give us who, a nice forty five seconds. Who's deciding to make these long trailers? Nobody has attention span these days. People don't watch things for longer than thirty seconds. What are they doing? Uh, I don't know. It's nuts. You know, bring back the old trailers. Thirty seconds. Yep. This day. In this age, yes, everything needs a voiceover again. Coming soon to a theater near you. <laughs> Bring Brandon, me that. Brandon is for hire. If anyone's looking for that voiceover actor for that, starting soon in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, if you haven't checked out, talk to me. Definitely check it out. Yeah. Should be. They probably should have it on video on demand soon. I, I believe. I just, Actually, I was just looking today. It's literally still in the theaters around here, yeah. which is surprising because we tend to like get movie push movies out pretty fast so well it did uh for a24 films i think it's second in the box office under hereditary so you know i think it was like 10 million or something like that the first opening week or or maybe more but that's i know it's in second place for all the films so so very cool very cool yeah yeah so i guess two uh Two thumbs ups here uh, for PVD Horror. So we definitely recommend you check out Talk to Me um, and catch it in theaters if you can, because I think that's definitely, you know, the preferred way to watch. Like you said, Brandon, I actually think that my theater sound wasn't that good because in the beginning, I remember like having a sort of even a hard time hearing them because they do have um, accents and everything like that. So I'm sure we didn't have that 5.1 Dolby audio either. Yeah. so if you can get that, that's probably even better because during those intense scenes, you want to hear everything for sure. Yeah, that was that was the thing. It was crazy because after I had seen it, I had messaged my wife and said, I don't I don't know if this film will be for you. You know what I mean? And so because she gets a little disturbed by like certain things. And yeah. so I'm like, I don't know if it's going to be for you. And so it kind of built up her hype to want to see it. And so when she finished watching it, like she still had like goosebumps and shit and was like kind of freaked out and shit. So it definitely affect it definitely has a big effect level on people you know what i mean it will definitely kind of hit home to you if yeah. you like i said like we're in the field where a lot of that stuff happens or just, even if you're going through stuff like losing a family member i think that plays a big part because i know 
the actual character that had the hand, Josh, he had made a speech about, you know, he lost his mother and how much that affected him in this film, you know what I mean? And going through that. So I think it definitely plays its its role. Like it plays parts where it affects a lot of people. So I think that it will get you in some form of way, you know, if you're not scared of it. I I was thinking, I wonder if this is a trend that's happening because we're like, post uh covid um, yeah but you're seeing a lot of films about grief mm-hmm. and i think i wonder if that's kind of like an after effect of the fact that like so many people lost people and we're yeah. like trying to find ways to process and things like that because we just i mean i was thinking about that too i was like we just watched haunted mansion which is like obviously a totally different type of film yeah. uh, more of a kid kid's film but like themes of grief throughout the whole film uh, pretty heavy for like a kid's film too yeah. and then you have this film which is super heavy on how people process grief and being unable to let go so it just I, makes me wonder if this is kind of a product because we always say like films kind of represent the times that we're living in and I wonder if that's just a thing that's happening now. but yeah. that's probably yep. a, a bigger bigger conversation that I don't have an answer for so yeah I think we'll, this we'll will see. definitely be one of our uh, psych episodes once yes. it releases and everybody can kind of like process everything. So we'll Absolutely. give it time. So. Yep. so go check it out and we will be back soon with another uh, mini review. Thanks everyone. Take it easy. Game over. You lose.